Welcome back to another episode of Sex Lies and DM Slides with me, Saffron Barker. And me, Anastasia Kingsnorth. So we are back for another week and back for another opportunity to deep dive into all things sex and relationships. But first of all, hi babe, how's your week been? Do you know what? I'm not going to start on a positive. My week's not been that great. I got some really bad news. Well, it sounds like it's really, really traumatic. It's not that, it's not that bad. Um, Go on. Well, it is. It is quite bad. I got the results back from my knee that I thought was going to be completely fine. Like, oh God. I just thought I'm running every day. I'm going to be fine. Oh Anyways, no. I've completely ruptured my entire ACL. <gasps> he honestly doesn't even know how I'm walking. Um, basically, the only reason I am is because he said that my quad muscles are so strong that they're like right. replacing my knee, if that makes sense. Okay. Otherwise, there's just no way. Like he's like, you need surgery and it's going to be about a year recovery, which makes me want to cry my eyes out. And I'm not doing it anytime soon. I'm absolutely not. I'm not doing yeah. it this year. No. I've told him. I just don't want to do it over summer because I feel like it's not going to take me a year to recover. I feel like I'm fit. I'm healthy, but maybe six months. So yeah. maybe I'll do it like the back end of the year. I just, I just can't. I'm not being in a cast in summer. It's not. No, happening. I think it's a hundred percent a winter thing if you can choose when to have it. Because yeah. I know two people who have ruptured their ACL and like I saw them go through like the surgery and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's not the rec the recovery is hard. But you are. I feel like you're in a good position because you are so fit and like strong in like that sense. So mm. I feel like you're gonna. <laughs> You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I want to cry that he starts going, you know, and it causes arthritis when you're older. Like, you know, he's going, say you've got arthritis in your knee at 75, but with this injury, it'd be more like 55. But if you have the surgery, it might bring you back up to like 65. I was what? Thinking, Why would you oh, say great. that? I know. I'm literally thinking this is just not like, you're not helping the situation. And the thing is, when I walked in there, he did look really concerned. Oh, he was no. like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm fine. I, I've been for a run. Running it. I just, like, just went, just run an hour. Like I'm fine. That is crazy that like, you're able to run really on it. really bad. Well, it's because he was like all, he was like, well, he said it's really weird that you can do it straight away because it should take time. But he was like, anything parallel, you should be fine. But normally people have to like really work up to it and like right. make their legs stronger. He said, but as soon as you do twist motions, which I haven't done, but obviously I've been squatting and stuff still like parallel okay but um you. yeah i don't know anything like parallel i should be fine doing until i just don't want the surgery i just don't understand like can i does anyone know can i not have the surgery and it go back to normal like is it something that can fix itself because if so i will do physio every day well yeah i do to avoid. not want a surgery yeah it's just to avoid the recovery i don't know i don't really know too much about it it's just, i just know it's a really common sports injury like i always hit everyone in the sports world like doing that I just really thought it was not that. Like genuinely, I thought there's no way. It's just got to be like my kneecap or something. Yeah, just something that like wouldn't require having to have surgery for. Yeah. It's not the surgery. Like you said, it's the recovery. Yeah. Like I don't want to take a year out of my life. Especially because you're such like a fit and like active and like gym person. Well, yeah, well. like I'm happiest when I'm at the gym or if I've just got back from the gym. Yeah. Like, I'm not happy unless I feel physically fit. Exactly. That's like, your genuinely. Thing. Yeah. So it's really going to take the life out of me. So anyways, I'm avoiding that for as for as long as I can. But let's look at the positive. At least you can still walk on it. 
Yeah, no, but I think now. I just preferred it when I didn't know I didn't know what was wrong with it. Like I preferred it then. Yeah, that is very true. Because I suppose now you know it's like <laughs> I just oh. wish I never got the results. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, how's your week been? Hopefully it's been better than mine. Um, my week has actually been pretty good, actually. What have I done this week? Well, last week. I went to Downing Street yesterday. Which is so cool. Crazy. That was like bizarre. Never thought I'd see myself in Downing Street. That was really cool. Got to see like because uh, this is very random, but the other day I went to the Tate Modern um, and I was looking at all the art and I was like, oh, I really want to look at some like old art, you know, like really old paintings of like, just because I was looking at the modern art and I was like, it's just not really doing it for me. I was like, I feel like I need to look at something a bit more interesting. <laughs> I don't know. And then I went, I was in Downing Street, fucking art everywhere. And I was asking the woman and they were all like actually live painted of the people. So they were like Henry VIII and Berlin like oh, William, wow. William Shakespeare and I was like oh my god that's so cool and I saw a painting that was worth 20 million pounds so I was like right how on earth wow. is that worth 20 million pounds um so that was how my week started off I had my event on Friday got very drunk very very drunk need to stop doing that because I was completely written <laughs> off for the full weekend again literally did nothing but lay in bed <laughs> i still haven't drank you know i know i still haven't drank. i saw that on your story you went out and you had a hot chocolate oh i did actually look like a crazy person right i do understand that having a hot chocolate on a night out is a little bit weird did that not make you tired the thing is i was so cold and i was saying to the girls i was like these diet cokes are making me colder like i genuinely need a hot drink but i realized i'm gonna look like a crazy person and you were in like, an actual like bar. alcohol warms up your body doesn't it yeah that's so, like yeah. none of the girls were feeling the cold and i'm absolutely freezing were you in a so full-on to... bar yes and i've asked for a hot chocolate did they look at you gone out like what <laughs> they thought it was a weird i mean i went there saying this is a really weird request but and they were like i don't even think the hot chocolate machine's on well when yeah I'm, i suppose because at like midnight oh my god <laughs> i know yeah i don't even know how many days i'm in now but like i've been well yeah since jam first actually can't believe it do you know what though that night out i did want to drink did like you? every single part of me wanted to drink but it's the principle i said i would do 75 days so i'm doing do you feel better days. so far for not drinking uh hmm. I thought I'd really be like, yeah, but not, not, not really. Okay. I think it's, um, yeah, I think I expected to feel a lot better than I do, but also, I don't know, for example, like I wanted to drink on that night out so badly. Well, I woke up and I was fine. I knew if I had drank, I would have felt like shit the next day. So yes, I guess I feel better in the sense of I, I'm going out and I'm not waking up hangovers and I'm getting on the next day. So yes. So like, I think it's harder to notice the difference when like day to day it's i don't feel better if that makes sense but just like in the sense of a hangover but the next morning and stuff and like the hangover yeah of course like i feel so much better for not drinking and yeah. i always wake up and i'm like so glad i didn't drink oh 100 like you feel like it in the moment but every morning i've woke up i've been like so glad i didn't drink 100%. and also next week haven't actually told you this yet oh god but i'm actually going to dubai next week Basically, I was going. I was going to go take myself on a solo trip. Right. Probably sounds like I'm having a midlife crisis. A little bit. Um, one of my friends is now coming, but I'm going to Dubai, and I still and I know, like, I'm not going to Dubai to go party. Like, I'm genuinely going, almost like a fitness retreat. Oh. To work out and just to be in the sun. I'm still not going to drink. And I've said to my friend that's coming, I'm like, obviously you can come, but like, I'm not drinking. I'm not partying. Like, it's not that sort of holiday. Right. And I feel like that is going to take willpower that will take even just laid like by the pool 
or like oh, on, cocktails by the pool. Yeah, and you're gonna bro. see everybody having the cocktails, but that mm. will be real self discipline. That will be real self discipline. Yeah. That is like a perfect practice, and you will. I feel... know part of me is like, oh, I could just have a couple, but then I'm like, no, no. If I was at home, I wouldn't have it. And I told myself this is gonna be like nice little getaway, fitness retreat, yeah. get a tan. Get a tan. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so jealous of the tan. Well, I've got to because my boyfriend's tan is absolutely ridiculous. He's been away for a month now and he's half Maltese. So, I mean, I really need to get the tan on. Yeah, Yeah, you need to catch up. (laughs) Well, that is going to be a very good test of your self-discipline. I'm very jealous. Who are you going with? I feel like that also depends if you're going to... My friend Harriet. Okay, so... But basically, she is a massive party girl. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that. I was working out. But um, she's all down for like the detox. Yes, I can. And the retreat. And I feel like Dubai is like the perfect place to go for like a nice detox. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like it because it sounds like party holiday. But honestly, you can do the amount of like fitness classes they do out there. Yeah, like a lot of people who live out there are really healthy. Yeah, 100%. Like I think have a lot more of a healthier lifestyle than us. Oh, a million percent. Oh, and I'm so jealous. Oh my God. That'd be really nice. Nice little trip. Nice little trip. How long are you going for? Uh, six days. Oh, I'm so jealous. I love yeah, so Dubai normal. so much. And I'm very jealous of the sun. Let's go. Let's go. Last week, we were talking about myths that were related to sex and intimacy. Um, and it got us thinking about how our views on relationships and dating have changed as we've grown up in our 20s, like compared to our teens. So we thought it would be good to discuss some comparisons um, on life around our teenage years. So the first question is, how has your lifestyle evolved from your teenage years to your 20s? Mm. It's completely fucking changed. Like, I've, I live in a whole different city to what I did. Yeah, yours is massive. Yours is massively changed. Yeah, like in my well, when did I move here? I moved out when I was twenty. Yeah, when I was twenty. Um, and before that, I lived at home with my family, and it was like a very, very, very small town. Like we literally only got a Nando's bill as I left. Um, it was like t- there was nothing there, and then <laughs> only just got an Nando's. Bill. Only just got an Nando's <laughs> bill. That's when you know it's tiny town. Um, and then yeah, I moved to Manchester in my twenties, and I feel like just ever since I've just been living like my best city girl life. Like I feel like I've had like. Do you think it made you more confident live like moving to a big city? One million percent, and I also feel like it allowed me to express myself a little bit more in a sense of like even study things like fashion, right? Like mm-hmm. at home, I would be so scared to wear like a really cool outfit that I'd want to wear. Whereas here I get so excited to go out in a really cool outfit and go. Yeah, no, I get that. Do you, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just so. Yeah. Because I feel like in smaller towns, oh, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it, but well, you would stick out a lot more. Yeah. Of, wouldn't you? And I just feel a little bit embarrassed. Isn't even the word. Cause you shouldn't feel embarrassed at all. But I think I just feel a bit like, Oh, I don't know if I want to go out in that. Or I don't know if I want to do that. But like here, like I love like, booking a nice dinner, going out for some drink and getting dressed up or even just like going into town. Like if me and Byron are like, oh, should we go into town? Let's put like a really cool outfit on today and like go and shoot some stuff. Like, I don't know, just even that's like, yeah, my life has changed massively in the sense of like, it gave me loads of confidence moving out, especially moving out on my own as well. I feel like that is a whole new level of like independence that was terrifying. Like it sounds so stupid, but when I moved out, like I 
didn't know how to use anything in my apartment. I literally like didn't know where anything was. I didn't like, I didn't drive. It was just like basically learning to do everything all over again. But I'm like, that's like amazing. So like it's made me super independent and like a lot more confident now. And I'm sure it has with you moving out as well, like living on your own. Yeah, definitely. I think independence is definitely the biggest thing. I mean, I literally had, well, I still have such a close relationship with my mum, but like we were two peas in a pod. Like you could not like separate us. I don't even think it was, I don't even know if people would look at us, think it was healthy how close we were. Um, But like she did everything for me. So I really did have to have a lot of independence. But you know what? It wasn't just moving out. I think just even being like in a long-term relationship, I think that also gave me a lot of independence. I think as well as, I mean, the moving out obviously definitely has like, even just paying my bills and like doing the washing. They were things I'd never done in my life before. I mean, I didn't even understand my bills. My mum would just do it for me. Like I just didn't get it at all. I had no idea. Um, No. It is correct. So yeah. That is, I feel like that is a very like a given one. But yeah, it's like you, I didn't even think about the paying the bills and stuff. It's not so stupid, but it's like even remembering to get like your car MOT'd and to pay your car insurance. And it's like just adult things like that that you literally did oh, not have to worry so about. It's so depressing though. I hate it. I know. And it always <laughs> happens. I don't know about I don't know about you, but like everything that I have to pay for is in January or February. Like yeah, I know. everything. The most depressing ones it's that make it make sense. It's so depressing because of tax anyway. Mm. And on top of that, I've got to pay an extortionate car insurance. Then my fucking yeah. MOT. Then all of this. Do you know what like, though? We're getting old. We're like I know we always talk about how young we are, but listen to this, right? One of my friends, so I turned 24 this year, but she turns 25, and I feel like 25. That to me feels like babe, all my friends like, up here turn 25. 25. Yeah, but 25 means you're like. If we was on, if she was on X Factor, she'd be on twenty fives and older. That's she'd scary. be with Susan Boyle <laughs> on X Factor. She'd be in the same category. Susan. Like she's in the twenty five and overs. <laughs> Do you not think that's slightly what? offensive? Now you look at that. The fact they put the twenty five and overs is like that one massive category. Yeah, the huge, the it's huge. huge. Like you can you be twenty five, you can also be eighty, and you're in the same. Yes, one. yes. And this is what we were saying to her. We were like, oh my fucking god. You literally be in 25 and old, like overs, which you look at them, you, you don't think, oh, they're really young. Like you look at them, you think, oh, the 25s and old. Well, you're closer to 30 than you are 20, technically. Oh God, I just can't talk about it. Well, I'm not 25. Neither, year, we're, so. we're only turning 24 <laughs> this year. And I love that because I feel like we're some of the youngest in like all of our friends. So when we celebrate, we are. Yeah, when we celebrate. No, but the thing is, you're the oldest of your year. It's funny how yes. we still talk about year groups. So I'm the oldest though... of my year, but the youngest of all my friends. And I love it. Yeah. Everyone else is going to turn 25 this year. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, I'm still going to be 23 when you're 25. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, anyone that's listening that's 25 and older, I'm so sorry. Oh, God, yeah. Country. I do apologize. Do you know what? Next year, I'll still be going, we're so young, Anna. We're so I know. Young. I know. We're going to be 25 You're as young as you feel. Exactly. You're only as young as you feel. No, you only so as what old do as you, you feel. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that like you wish you had started earlier in life, like routines and stuff that have, I don't know, I guess that like, made you more independent? Oh, routines. I, I wish I started going to the gym earlier on in life. I swear you only started the gym this year. I mean, this is amazing. Well, end of last so, year. So basically you wish you started it at least last year. Wow. I, w- I just wish I went because I feel like that has gained me so much more confidence as well. Oh, I love like, that. Just a you. whole other, I just feel like so much more, even just like, it sounds, I say this to everyone about the gym. You just got to get into it. Yeah, you? and once you're I've been into saying it, for so long. you genuinely have said it to me for years. 
like years mm. and then finally i've listened but that's always everything you say to me it always works out being the right thing it just takes me about three four years to understand it do you know what is funny you've always said this yeah i know you're gonna tell me like, something and i'll take the advice on a couple of years after and think oh, fuck's sake why didn't i do that earlier <laughs> like that is literally it i'm trying to think of some other like do you have any like routines or anything that i wish i understood well talking about the gym i wish i understood nutrition years ago like i understand it now like, I feel like I understand macros. I understand, like, I just, I, un- yeah, I just understand a lot more about nutrition. That was during lockdown. I, I basically took a course. Um, I mean, technically I could be a qualified PT if I took the test because I literally oh, know on. everything. And I, oh, love that. Look at me rolling look up the Look at talents. you, your CVs. Oh, well, good. <laughs> well, I haven't actually quite done it yet. So maybe <laughs> I'm just chatting shit. Yeah, I, to be honest, that is something I really wish I, New because back in the day when I was even when I was you know I've literally like dieted like my whole life which is not healthy at all like even when I was fourteen I was doing Slimming World that's crazy when I was fourteen but it's because I and it's because I'm naturally somebody with very slow metabolism like I would honestly I only have to see cake and I gain weight like I just gain weight yeah. a lot quicker than all of my friends that also goes down to me being so small so obviously I can't eat the amount that my friends can eat. Um, and back in the day, I just really didn't understand calories or macros mm-hmm. like at all. I genuinely believed that like carbs would make me fat. Yeah. Like I would just literally go like a month without eating any carbs. So then I would join Slimming World. And I don't know, I just wish I understood back then what I understand now. I mean, I know that isn't really a routine, but now I feel like my diet is so balanced and yeah. healthy. Um, and I, I wish that I knew that back then. But I guess that's not really a routine. I guess that's more of a lifestyle, really. Well, no, but I completely agree with you. And it's just having that, like, healthy relationship with food. Because I feel like growing up, mm. like, I ate so much shit. And I did not prioritize, mm. like, eating good at all. And which was fine. Like, it didn't necessarily bother me. But, like, I ended up just feeling like shit do you think that went down to because like you didn't gain weight so like because i know if i was younger and i didn't gain weight well i just would have eaten shit yeah probably because i didn't notice it so i just enjoy eating that food and like i wouldn't mm. think anything of it and then it was probably like last year maybe at the beginning of the year when i got diagnosed with pcos i started to notice that i was gaining weight so i made the changes but like i wish i just made the changes to eat healthier earlier because it just i realized it made me feel better like it really is like it just I know it sounds so stupid, but like for my lunch, I'll just have like a salad or like a chicken salad or like I think it all goes down to education though. I think yeah, that's it the does. problem. A hundred percent. Like the only reason I change is because I educated myself. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like that's literally the only reason. Like cause you see all of these I mean, actually there's so many people that if you go online now, a lot of people are like, you know, telling you carbs don't make you fat and blah, blah, blah. And you should eat this. So like, I get it. But also there's always been a myth that like, that is a thing, you know, like it's always, it's always been said. So I think it's just like educating myself and like on other topics as well. I wish I educated myself sooner. Cause I feel like really the only way to like learn or grow from something is by educating yourself. And I think that naturally does just come with age. As you get older, you want to learn those things more and you want to take more of an interest into those sort of things that we probably didn't care about when we were like 17, 18. Like I know at 17, 18, the last thing I was going to sit and think about was like a healthy recipe that I wanted to cook because I wanted to make myself feel yeah. better. <laughs> I was going to McDonald's. I and also you just want a quick fit. I mean, we always all just want a quick fit. Exactly. Don't we? But like, whereas like now I yeah. actually find enjoyment in like cooking a nice meal. Like I, I'm actually like, Oh, see, I still it. don't find that. Not going <laughs> to lie. 
<laughs> but that do might not find come. that at all. That might come. No, I genuinely don't think it will ever come. Like me and Lewis, we've always said like, who actually is going to do the cooking? Genuinely. Like we both hate it as much. Like, but I think I you could actually hate cooking. I think you could cook an amazing meal though, if you really put your mind to it. Yeah, I just don't want it. Yeah, no. And to be fair, to be honest though, also like it's a bit annoying. I don't like doing it really when I just cook for myself because I think, oh, like I've just spent an hour doing it now and I don't even really like, I'd rather cook for somebody else as well if I'm mm. going to spend ages in the kitchen so somebody else can also enjoy yeah. it. And the thing is, I'm not that good of a cook. Like I know it's an excuse. Like I know I could be if I really put my mind to it, but I just genuinely, it's one of those things. I don't enjoy it. Like I don't, I mean, I probably don't enjoy it because I'm also not good at it, but I just can't be bothered to learn. Like it's not something I like really thrive to learn. Like, honestly, I've got my meal prep in the fridge. It took way too long to do it, but it's so convenient now because I just grab my meals out. Like, and like that, I don't mind doing, but otherwise every day am I cooking. Yeah, but that's kind of good though, because you can just do it all in one go. Then you've got it for the rest of, well, the rest of the week or however many days you do it for. And to be honest, it makes me eat so much more balanced as well because before, like, I would just snack on protein bars and stuff because I'd be hungry and I can't be bothered to cook a 45-minute meal. Whereas now, meal prepping's great. In the middle so. of the day, it's long. Sometimes I have to sit and think, oh, I've got to cook this. I don't really want to be doing that. Yeah, lunch and dinner. A few hours later. Lunch. No. And the thing is, I'm always having three meals. Oh, There's one same. thing about me. I'm getting my three meals and my snacks. Same. I'm so. potentially having four meals if I'm really yeah. hungry. <laughs> so. Let's go. okay next one how has your self-image and appearance shifted from your teens to your 20s i I feel like i do look very different but oh well i definitely look different yeah i mean when we watch our old videos back oh we look so different it's funny because yeah i look back and i'm like oh god thank god i've had a bit of a glow up but it's funny because i feel like I see pictures of me from six months ago and I'm like, oh, I wish I looked at that now. Or like, I wish I was happy then. Like I remember last year when I went to Ibiza. Actually, to be fair, last year, I feel like I was actually quite confident in Ibiza. I think you were really confident. Yeah, I was actually kind of thriving. Yeah. That makes makes a change because my friends say to me, I can't take a compliment. And I know it's my worst thing. Yeah, you can't. Because I literally can't take a compliment at all. Yeah, I feel like I was actually quite confident then. But I think that goes honestly to like me... Like when I eat good, it makes me feel good from inside out. Like you said, it just makes you have so much more energy, makes you feel better. But previous years anyways, when I've been away, I I would always be upset. Like on girls' holidays, I'd feel so insecure, so upset. Not that anyone else would know it, like looking at my Instagram pictures and stuff, but I'd really feel like that. And I'd look back and, and be like, oh my God, I looked amazing then. I wish I looked like that now. And it's funny because in the moment, you feel so insecure and you didn't feel amazing. And I felt like you look back and you're like, for God's sake, why did I not just appreciate how I looked then? Honestly, babe, I feel the exact same. So I was like, I scroll down my Instagram and I'm like, oh, I loved how I looked then. But I remember in the time, like at that time, I hated how I looked and I'd pick apart like everything. But you know what? One thing I think has massively changed about me and you since we were younger, the way we do our makeup. Oh my God, I know. Is I feel like we both take the more like natural looking approach now compared to what we used to because my god when i look back at some of the makeup that i used to do i look horrendous. it was the highlighter for me it was just no but you and also can we talk about the fact that i fully bleached my whole head (laughs) 
<laughs> no, do you remember those pictures? I was talking, I was talking to my to Nicole, my sister-in-law, the other day, and we were lit she was like, I told you not to do it. It was the worst thing. And you know that's what ruined all of my hair. I literally bleached my entire so head. I remember I remember the pictures of me and you at your old house and we're in those onesie like jumpsuit things. Yeah, the pink onesie. The pink, yeah. yeah. And your hair is like white blonde. White. White, white. blonde, guys. Worst decision I've ever made. I'm not sure what Never do it. Oh my god, I've literally just ruined all of my hair by doing that and it looks fucking horrendous. I can't believe. But to be fair though, um, I've also gone through it. So I've bleached my hair. I've had my hair black at one point. What yeah. earth was that? When you grow up, you just want to try different things, don't I you? I think you do just have to try different things. Like even my eyebrows back then, what the fuck? Honestly, I took everything back. I think at the time, I clearly enjoyed myself. The thing is, we look back and we're like, oh God, like we've changed, thank God, blah, blah. But also at the time, like they would have been trends. Oh, 100%. We're probably going like, to look back now. Trends are so big. We're going to look back now and yeah. be like, what are we doing? Yeah. But yeah. Maybe not so much because we're a bit older. But yeah. yeah, we definitely will. Like, I think that goes back to my point is like, we always will look back and be like, oh, I wish I, but then that just goes to show it goes to show how we should just appreciate how we look now, which I know is so 100%. much easier said than done, but I really, really have been recently really trying to just like talk nicer to myself as I've got older. I say as I've got older, it's been more of a thing this year because I genuinely think I speak negatively to myself every single day. Yeah, not to like also agree, but I am agreeing because I that was one of the things that always upset me because you'd always speak not very nice about yourself. And I think maybe mm. I, I just look at you and I see like such a beautiful like person but I know Aww. it's hard to like see that yourself mm. but like so it makes me happy I think that... it's hard as well when like everyone comments on you constantly oh one million percent and I think like being an influencer like you're expected to be like a certain level of like pretty and so I think I just always felt like I needed to be so beautiful like I would my problem is is I compare myself too often like I know that's my problem and the thing is I used to always be so like well, I still am envious of you because I know you, obviously, I know you have insecurities. Like I know that we all have insecurities, but I think you are amazing at like just being confident yeah. genuinely. And like, just like, I don't get me wrong. Obviously I know you're not going to be all the time. Like, yeah. I get that. But I would look at you and just think, oh my God. How, and even if it is fate, but I would just think, how was she so confident? Like I get, cause you look, I would look at you and think, well, she looks fucking amazing. Mm. But I'd just be like, oh my God, like I wish I... Like, I would never hear you go, oh, my God, I look gross. Whereas I would say that like five times before I walk out the house. Yeah, I feel like as it's, it is a bit sad because as I've got older and as social media has become more like it's such an amazing place. But also the beauty standards are crazy. And mm -hmm. unless you do look like this, like perfect, what people have is perfect in their head you are going to get comments on all the time. And I did start to like question the last year, like different things. And I keep telling myself like why am I questioning these mm. things because I never questioned them before and you're right like a couple of years ago like I'd actually go out without genuinely a care in the world and I was so mm. happy because I'd just get myself ready I'd feel good and go like that genuinely how it would how it would be and obviously I do ha have insecurities and I do feel shit about some things but I try to just look past them and try and just think to myself like oh like it's fine it doesn't matter but obviously it does get hard with social media and like you were saying like the pressures nowadays to look a certain way is just mm. beyond damaging for people. Yeah. It's just crazy. I think it's just super easy for us to compare ourselves. But like, also, we all do it to everyone. Like, there'll be people that do it to us. Like, everyone compares themselves. So it's like, 
yeah, like you can't hate someone for being beautiful, but it's just easier to compare yourself nowadays because you're constantly seeing like the best filtered version of people. Like, you know, I post the best filtered version of myself on my Instagram. I mean, I don't really so much right now or on my YouTube, and I think you're the same. I feel like the Instagram is more like our filtered like version. So it's easy. It's easier because you're just seeing the best of people's lives, aren't you? Like that's just constantly what you're seeing. Yeah. And it's funny because like the last year or so, I've really been trying to like, especially with my skin, because I have so many ups and downs with my skin. Like I've really been trying to share my skin, like my acne and like without makeup and stuff so that people don't constantly feel like, you know, we look amazing. 24 7 yeah because we don't and that's like you know i think that's so good i think that is the beauty of like you were saying youtube the fact that like yes instagram is our filtered version of ourselves and like our best posed looks or whatever our best outfits but on youtube i feel like we can just be that like this is literally mm. me straight out of the shower this is exactly yeah. what i look like and i think people really appreciate that and like i know that when i see people post that i appreciate that more because mm-hmm. it just makes me feel better yeah, about, like, and, which, and also there isn't anything wrong in posting a really nice picture of yourself because oh you look God, like that before you go out. Yeah. But I think it's just like, yeah, it's obviously nice seeing like the mix. Like I think me and you also try and post like lots of dumps and stuff as well. Yeah. So you're seeing like, you know, the actual reality of, of our lives. But yeah, obviously we all want to post the nice, the nice pictures of 100%. us. A hundred percent. When I get a good picture, I'm buzzing to post it. I oh, I'm absolutely buzzing I can't to post wait. it. Yeah. If I'm looking good that <laughs> night, I'm like, get a camera in my face now. I'm like well excited. Yeah, literally. I don't know if you saw, my jammer posted a photo dump the other day, or a couple of weeks ago, and it was of loads of like random selfies that she was like, um, I look as like, my Instagram looks as though I'm like together enough to wash my face before bed. But in reality, this is me. And it was like the best photo dump I've ever seen because it was so realistic. Mm-hmm. But then like also it makes you appreciate all the times that she looks amazing. Like I don't hate on people, by the way, that like post amazing pose pictures. I love following people that have amazing outfits and amazing makeup and amazing hair. But yeah, of course, like it's nice to see that too, isn't it? Because you do feel less of a less of a pressure, I guess. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, babe, I'm thinking I look like that all the time. Like I, I wake up looking <laughs> horrendous. If I sleep on my makeup, oh my God. Let's go. Okay, moving on. How has your understanding of marriage and long-term commitments changed? If I'm being honest, I don't feel like they've changed that much like I know that probably sounds actually crazy but I think I always had like a long-term relationship since I was super young and I would like to think and I think a lot of people would say I've always been like above my years and yeah I think I don't know I think I used to think every relationship I was in was the one but then also I wouldn't be in a relationship unless I had that yeah I think that was a really good attitude to have because otherwise you what are you doing it for Mm. Um, but I think I don't know if this is more about relationships but I think as I've got older I've realized that no relationship is going to be perfect and that the the long-term relationships I think work okay this is something I've learned long-term relationships work when two people want it so badly that they're willing to do anything to figure stuff out and I think that's something that I've definitely noticed like neither of you are going to be perfect and I think a long-term relationship takes a lot of commitment and also a lot of, um, what even is the word? Is that like compromise? 
Yeah, like a lot of compromise. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking. And I genuinely think that like, if you love someone enough, you will compromise and you will just figure it out. Like I think, yeah, it's, it's, I used to look at relationships online and just think like, oh my God, unless he's buying me this, like he doesn't love me and blah, blah. I guess that's the one thing I've learned. Like as I've got older, like that's not the case. Actually, the people that love you are the people that like compromise for you and like, yeah. you know, are willing to actually have a conversation and talk things out. Yeah. One million percent. I completely agree with you. Like I obviously I've had a relationship. It, ha- it wasn't super long, but it was my first like adult relationship. And I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot about compromise and just emotions and adult things that you have to understand in relationships that you probably wouldn't be dealing with at 16 if you were in a relationship. I think the only other way like my view has changed is I, and I was saying this to Saf before we came on here. I think that I thought I'd be maybe married and have kids a lot younger than I actually realistically will now. Like when I was 16, 17, I genuinely probably thought I was going to be like engaged at 24, 25 to have kids at 26. I mean, same. Which I don't (sighs) think I can safely say. I mean, you can never say never. I understand that. I literally could meet my Prince Charming tonight and be swept off my feet. But I personally don't think that's going to happen. But I also don't know if I'd be ready to have kids at 26. I Mm -hmm. don't know. I know everything can change. But I guess when I was 16... 10 years away felt so far and I was like yeah but 26 I'm gonna have kids and now it's only three years away I'm like wow like time has gone so fast and I don't mm. know if I feel the same that I did anymore yeah got you which is a bit no I mean same I always thought that I was gonna have babies by like 20 I thought I would have had a baby by now yeah up. but I think it's because I thought this was just quite old to be honest I thought it's quite late in life one million percent which as I've got older I've realized it's really not and I'm really really still quite young yeah but um, we, no, I was always adamant that I was going to be like a young mom and like the latest I was going to have yeah. children be 24. God, my boyfriend would look at this and be like, well, you still can. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Like I'm just, yeah, I I feel like there's just so much more I want to do in life. Do you know what though? I genuinely do feel like it was more common, I say back in the day, but like when my parents were younger to have children younger. Oh yeah. Whereas like now I feel like, people have it really at like people have babies at literally any age goes yeah whereas I feel like back then it was more like you would have it I don't know more people I knew would have babies younger then than they do now um and yeah it's crazy because like my mum finds it crazy that like Mm. I don't want a baby now yeah my mum genuinely finds it crazy yeah but I suppose because you're right back then but they did they did have kids a lot younger than and obviously people are still having kids at RHR like on Instagram mm. I feel like at one point everybody on my feet was pregnant I was like I yeah. literally cannot escape this baby fever but also mm-hmm. like personally I don't actually know like none of my friends have had like babies yet so I just don't feel I don't know like yeah I, I, I can understand why your mom thinks that like it is crazy I yeah I mean she had she was pregnant at 18 yeah so, so like that's five years ago for us yeah. We'd have a five-year-old right Which now. Which is crazy. No, I know. Actually, and like, it's actually crazy. So I think, yeah, it's just like, you know, but I, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I genuinely have no idea when I'm going to have children. I have no idea when I'm going to get married. I'd rather get married first. Like, yeah, that's me too. my dream. But my boyfriend says the opposite. He wants baby first. So the, don't think any of our, I don't know what's happening gonna there. going to practice compromise. Are we going to practice <laughs> compromise? Yeah, because I feel like marriage is probably actually a bit easier than a baby. Yes, me too. <gasps> but 
But I just feel like also like we should just normalize like not knowing and not having it figured out. I feel like that's so important. No, that's to the say. thing. Like I don't even just when it happens, it happens. But for now, exactly. Like we don't need just we don't need to life. know. Like even with like our careers and our jobs and what we want to do for the rest of our life, like we realistically still are only twenty three. We're three years into our twenties and three years into being a technically like a proper adult. Like we don't need to know what we want to do. And loads. I think people feel a lot of pressure to to know they have to have everything figured out. They must know, and you really don't. So if you have, even if you're twenty eight or twenty nine, you still don't know. Who gives a fuck? Apparently people have this whole like revelation in their like late 20s, 30s where they go through their party era again and it all starts again. And I'm like, I love that. Like if that's how it's yeah. going to be, fuck it. Like I'm going to, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll enjoy it. I think. No, that is genuinely that. I think that is such good advice because I think a lot of us feel like we need to have it all figured out and we don't, yeah. we don't need it all figured out. Like we're so young. Like we're so, I honestly feel like you can do anything at any age like if you want something bad enough you can you can literally change your whole career if you wanted to yeah at 40 like, if you wanted a career change go for it yeah exactly it's funny because you see all these like i think i've talked about this so many times on this podcast but like there's so many videos of like famous people when they made it and like everyone thinks that you have to make it like 16 and it's like can't even think of an example but so and so made it at age 43 but like, because you've only seen them in movies at 43, you don't think that they only just made it then. You think that they were doing it their whole life. Well, no, like sometimes it takes that long. And yeah, I don't think, I don't think we should feel the pressure to do things, do things at a certain age. Um, so I feel like that's really good advice. What would you say you've learned about maintaining like healthy and supportive relationships as you've got older as well? God, you know what? I feel like as I've got older, my circle has got smaller. And I kind of enjoy that because now I know that like the friends that I have now will be like my friends for life. Like I know that like I can count well both hands, you and all of my friends up here and then a couple of friends at home, that's it. Like I'm happy if I had you guys the rest of my life, I know I've got like quality over quantity in mm-hmm. that sense. Um, so that's one thing I've learned. And I think just, it is hard because like adult friendships are so different to like, teenage friendships in the sense of you all now have lives that you all have to live and you all have to work on your careers and your own separate relationships but and it doesn't matter if you don't speak for five days or a week or whatever but you know when Mm -hmm. you do speak to that person it's going to nothing's going to have changed and it's going to go back to exactly how it was and that is like an adult friendship no pressure just you can still Mm -hmm. be amazing friends but you don't need to be speaking every second of every day yeah I mean that's one thing that I've like massively learned yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like my circle is, like I have a lot of friends, but like, yeah, my circle is, I don't know, I just don't think I'm like, I love meeting new people, but yeah, I think I just I just love the friends that I have. Like I just try and make the effort with the friends that, I mean, I'm super lucky because I've literally had the same friendship group since I was literally like two years old. So I know that I'm super, super lucky. So I always had a very tight circle, but I definitely, I never really cared what people thought of me growing up. I don't think I'd be in the position that I am if I did. Like genuinely, all my friends thought it was weird that I genuinely just didn't give a shit what anyone thought of me in school. And yeah, but look where you are now. Yeah. And to be honest, I probably upset people along the way as well. Well, I know I have because I know that lots of people would like think that 
oh, like, why would Saffron not want to go, like, go to this party that everyone's going to and stuff? And it was always because I was just very career-driven and stuff. But also, I never really felt the need to, like, make new friends because with my time that I had, I just wanted to be with my friends. That's, that's um, exactly the same with me. Yeah. So I guess, I don't know, like, I've definitely learned that as I've got older. But to be honest, I don't really feel like that was anything that actually has massively changed for me. Yeah. But I know that's definitely changed a lot for a lot of my friends. Um. And like relationships, I guess, what do I think, what have I learned? I'm still figuring that one out. I think the thing that I probably learn is what I said already about how it takes compromise and like nothing's perfect. Um, I guess that's, I don't know, the biggest thing that I've learned. But there's kind of like beauty in that though, like getting to work at something that you really want. Like I I, I enjoy, I, I like that quote where it's like, the journey is the best part. Like, like, or something like that. Like, obviously the destination is going to be amazing, but you're going to remember the journey to get into that place. And I really like that. And I think, yeah, like that, like there's beauty in the whole compromise of it. Another thing actually on the friends, one before we move on is, I really think that like, I've made more of a conscious effort in my adult life to just check in on people a little bit more. And I because when I was growing up, I definitely did lose touch with some people and I didn't put as much effort in as I should have because I was so career focused and I really regret doing that now. Well, I don't regret it. I just regret not putting in as much effort. And I've really been trying to, to do that in my adult years. And I always check in. I'll just drop someone a message like, Hey, I'm just thinking of you. Are you okay? How are you? Like just to make, cause I just want people to know that like I'm there if they need to speak. I just want to know they're like, okay and I think that's so important because mm-hmm. I really appreciate those little messages if someone like checked in on me I'm like oh that's really lovely so I feel like I just make more of an effort to do that now and just check in and yeah like, I do think that is something we don't do when we're younger no one million percent we definitely don't I mean I definitely didn't do that when I was younger to be fair it's probably actually something I'm still bad at like I would fully admit I wish I was better at doing that yeah because like the intention's there I just, I just busy and you know, I'm like the most, not that it's an excuse, but I'm just the most unorganized person I forget and so and so. But like you said, it really can make a huge difference to somebody. And I definitely do do it, but I think it is something I probably still need to work on and remember to do more. I think my thing is I hate, I just don't like texting. I know. Yeah. You prefer calling. I just call, I just call someone. Yeah, I know. So like if I knew somebody wasn't okay, I'd call them immediately. But yeah, I do think checking up is like a really important thing and can actually make such a difference to somebody yeah and yeah growing up I think you don't really realize like how many mental health issues there are mm-hmm. and how much people are suffering and I think as you get older you see that a lot clearer yeah and um, when you're younger I don't really think you see it unless you like hear a story about someone you never really hear about how much somebody's hurting inside definitely so not. yeah I think that's definitely something I've learned a lot as I've got older as well is also as well that just because somebody looks fine doesn't mean they're fine. Exactly. And I think that's why it's so important to be like, are you okay? Just to check in. Yeah. You never know anymore what, what people are going through mm-hmm. or what's happened in their life or what happens in their day. And like that little simple message like genuinely might make their day. Yeah, so, 100%. Just a little oh, well, I feel like that's a really nice one to, to wrap up on. Yeah, me so too. So everyone should check in on their friends and their 100%. family and their loved ones um but yeah thank you so much for listening today i really enjoyed this episode i've actually. really like, enjoyed this i'm excited to listen to this grown. back i really enjoyed it <laughs> um so be sure to check us out on socials and subscribe to the pod on spotify so you don't miss out on all of the gossip and we shall see you on thursday for our bonus episode bye everyone